Welcome to another episode of Marketing Revelations. I'm your host, Dan Flesh. Joining me is my new co-host, Chelsea Madison. How are you doing? I'm good. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you. <laughs> Start us off with a quick question. How do you feel about cookies? Generally amazing. I love cookies. Favorite type of cookie? Warm chocolate chip. Warm is a criteria? Definitely. When the chocolate melts. So you're more of a gooey versus crispy? Definitely. I like the chocolate to be melty, cold glass of milk. I tend to agree with you, but what about internet cookies? You know, internet cookies are a little controversial right now. I, that is absolutely correct. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to dive into a little bit of some of the changes that we're going to be seeing coming in by the end of 2021. It's going to be a pretty big shift in the marketing landscape. And what that is, is the third party cookie is going to be going away. Uh, Chelsea, can you start us off by just explaining? Explaining what is a cookie? Yeah, so cookies can really be broken up into sort of two segments, first-party cookies and third-party cookies. Third-party cookies are the ones we're going to be saying goodbye to. Mm -hmm. That is, um, you know, in the simplest way of saying it, it is your cookies hosted by a third party. Mm -hmm. um, and a first-party cookie is the cookie that the website drops when you visit that domain. So if you go to amazon.com, Amazon has your first party cookie mm -hmm. um, versus Amazon using a third party to track the cookies of users who have not yet visited their websites. Gotcha. So it's really, cookies are really utilized for tracking, which is Absolutely. where this all comes into. Because right now, obviously, privacy is a big hot button issue for everybody. Wow, we've got congressional hearings on. We've got all kinds of things happening around consumer data and consumer privacy. Chelsea, why is this becoming an issue now? Yeah, so Safari actually already removed third-party cookies a couple years back. Um, but the reason it's kind of coming up again as a hot topic is because Google is going to be following in their footsteps and getting rid of the third-party cookies by the end of this year. Um, and it's a big deal because... Google Chrome makes up more than half of current web traffic. So. That's, that is wild. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Well, I guess we don't really know what's going to happen, but what, what are we thinking, what are we hearing potentially as some future options with these? Th how to replace a third-party cookie? Do we even replace a third-party cookie? Yeah, those are all really good questions. And you know, like you mentioned, I don't have a crystal ball. We can't see the future. <laughs> right. um, but I think there's going to be a lot of new solutions coming out in the advertising space i think it's a huge industry and we're going to adapt mm -hmm. people are going to come up with new solutions um, some examples of those would be different publishers id graphs mm -hmm. um, ways that they're going to be able to identify someone as you know user one two three four five rather than just tracking their cookies mm -hmm. so i think there's a lot of options for the future mm -hmm. um, and i don't think it's going to be a huge impact as of right now. I want to back up to something you said right there because I think that's a little bit of a misnomer with what people think of when they think tracking. They think these people are, they know that I've got, okay, Chelsea is doing this. Chelsea's doing this. Then Chelsea's doing this. It's not that. They don't have your, they don't know who you are. <laughs> Absolutely. They maybe know, they, they see you as a number. They know, they see you, like you said, one, two, three, four, five. That's the user. They don't know anything outside of that number they don't have an identifier for you yeah i think a huge misconception in advertising is that i can say dan flesh just visited these six websites and i'm looking at what he's looking at on his facebook feed mm -hmm. right now could not be further from the truth right um anytime makes for great drama it but, does <laughs> it does anytime we're talking about tracking someone it's always going to be just based on not 
personal identifiable information. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're just, you know, a number, like you mentioned, user one, two, three, four, five, and we can pinpoint where that person has been, but no details about that person, their life. We don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And that sort of information certainly doesn't get shared out with advertisers. So. Right. And and that's not going to change. I think obviously with, this is all being changed because of privacy. So we're not necessarily going, that's not going, we're not gonna be getting more information. We're not gonna be tracked in that manner. Yeah, we'd like to think we're making strides towards better consumer privacy. So you've, we've talked about the ID graphs. What are some of the other possible solutions that we see coming? Yeah, so I think um, for advertisers who are using platforms like Google for your advertising, um, I don't think there will be too much of an impact there because Google is obviously getting a ton of first-party cookies from their day-to-day traffic. So they'll continue to utilize that first-party data um, within the advertising platforms. Um, And then additionally, there's also the option to use transactional data. So, you know, any customers who have previously been with your business, who's in your CRM, um, we can also use that information to continue serving ads. Hey everyone, Dan and Chelsea are interrupting the pod. Uh, we have some breaking news that happened. Um, it's kind of evidence of how quickly things are going to change here in this topic. While we're re- we were recording the episode, Google made a major announcement. Uh, Chelsea, what was that announcement? <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect timing. Um, the announcement is actually that they are not going to go forward with tracking individual users on their platform any longer. So as moving away from cookies, they're also gonna move away from any type of user tracking, you know, with email address, with unique identifier, user ID graphs, none of it. Yeah, I know we had, we were speculating on the pod about how, you know, what they might use their first party cookies and stuff like that, so take advantage of that. That's clearly not happening. It <laughs> so, is not happening. It, again, just showing that we're we're guessing along with everyone else. But what's really interesting is they got to come up with something. So they have this thing called a privacy sandbox where they are testing out ideas, uh, new ways to protect consumer data, and still also help advertisers. Because again, as we're saying or going to say, that's how they make their money. That's how Google exists is by working with advertisers. Um, so they've got this thing called the Federated Learning of Cohorts. Uh, <laughs> it's a complicated title that doesn't mean a lot other than they are going to be delivering ads based off of browser history. Um, and so they'll be grouping people together, right? And mm-hmm. then um, based off of how they uh, have searched in the past, which is something that they're already doing um, to help serve up results for you. Um, and then making estimations using machine learning on what this group might be interested in or whether they would be interested in the ad that we're trying to serve. Yeah, so it looks like from the advertiser perspective, um, especially particularly in the display space, um, it looks like we're not gonna be able to do a whole lot of targeting of specific users, for example, like ones that visited our website or ones who have purchased with us in the past and we have their CRM data. Now it looks like it's going to be all targeting based off of sort of this cohort group or saying, you know, roughly I want to target a group of 50 to 60 year old males who are interested in grilling. Yeah. And that's, again, that's all going to be based off of search history, Mm -hmm. which is going to be interesting to see. I mean, they claim it's 95% effective, I think is the number I saw. So I think that will probably get better as time goes on. Um, I mean, it's Google. They're going to keep developing their 
product to be as good as it can be. I think the important thing I do want to reiterate on that um, is it display ads is what this really affects your keyword searches all of that that's not using any of that tracking information so um standard search ads are going to be safe and unchanged Mm -hmm. as long as you're using the keyword targeting exactly good there does this affect i mean to me retargeting seems like something that we utilize so this is going to put a huge fundamental change in how that works yeah i think the hope there is just that Google has a good enough idea of what our customers, your customers look like to be able to kind of target them on the back end um, instead of us telling them who we want to target. Um, so it, I think it's putting a lot of trust into the platform. And I do think that other advertisers in this space outside of Google will continue finding solutions to target specific users and will kind of make themselves stand out as that solution that you can no longer get with Google. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, We'll obviously keep uh, our eye on it as we go forward and bring any updates to you as they come out. But for now, we'll just throw you back to the pod. One of the things I think is interesting with this is you mentioned earlier is the the innovation that happens when you're backed into a corner. You know, we don't really know. And that's really exciting to see what might happen. And obviously right now, machine learning, AI, those are our current buzzwords in the marketing. And you know that Google's working on stuff like that. They're trying, if Google can do all of this without tracking you at all, they're doing predictive, they're trying to come up with predictive models for what a user that goes to X, Y, and Z site might be into next without even tracking whether or not they've been. It's all kinds of crazy stuff that's over my head, but also we'll never actually know what Google wants is doing because they don't share that information often. Yeah, that's their secret sauce. <laughs> Which is great for consumer privacy as well. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think one thing we definitely want to cover is, are we going to notice anything? Like, is there, is this all just a bunch of smoke? Are we going to actually notice the change in user experience, but also platform experience? So from both sides, um, personally, I'm okay with being tracked by cookies. I think it gives me a better uh, internet experience. Things are tailored to the things I'm interested in. Um, you can always, it can be a little bit harder maybe to break out of your filter bubble if you're looking for something specific, but I think cookies have a bad rap. Um, so is a user going to really notice a difference in this? Do you think? I think from the user end, uh, I don't believe they'll see a huge impact. I think the ads are going to keep coming. Um, hopefully continue to be accurate. Obviously a lot of that's still up in the air, but I think the big impact is going to be on the advertisers of the world. So what do you see potentially having an impact there? Is it just the lack of just learning something new? Is it trusting a different set of data? What's the impact going to be on that side of it? Yeah, I think a big part of it is going to be those new solutions that I mentioned. Um, It's going to be just figuring out the new technologies maybe finding new partners to work with as a business Mm -hmm. um, and continuing to learn more about the situation as things progress. Um, Right now, there's still so much that's up in the air. So it's going to be all about just kind of keeping a close eye on everything um, and looking for ways that we can continue to adapt our marketing. Absolutely. And like we said, it's 2021. By the end of 2021, they say they're going to get rid of it. But it's Google and they can always move their own goalposts. So we don't really know a lot of details. We're all kind of speculative on on this front. So we just threw a lot of information at you guys. Chelsea, do you have any other thoughts? Yeah, I think the most important thing that we can stick to here is just don't panic. Uh, marketing's not going anywhere. 
these solutions are going to keep popping up as time goes on. Um, it's, it's how these platforms make their money, Google mm -hmm. and Facebook, is by running these ads. And if we want to continue to be able to Google things and look at our Facebook news feeds, we have to be okay with the fact that the advertising is going to be just fine. Um, so try not to panic and keep your eye on the news. Absolutely. There's going to be bumps in the road, basically. Like, Absolutely. don't expect this to work perfectly mm -hmm. on the first go. It's new to everybody. Um, so, yeah, like, like Chelsea said, just don't panic. It'll be fine. Everything will work itself out. So with that, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. So in this segment, we are going to talk about a piece of marketing we saw in the last month that we thought was a little unique. So this month, as we were talking, we were, we were just looking around and we found Heinz Ketchup. Um, I get they make other things, obviously, as well. They encourage their customers to go to their website and wait for 57 minutes. <laughs> and at the end of that 57 minutes, they were going to be able to enter into a contest to win one of 157 grill kits. Chelsea, why? Truly have no idea, Dan. <laughs> I cannot begin to understand. I can't think of what the strategic benefit would be other than maybe a little bit of buzz. I think that has to be it. I can't imagine what the point of getting someone, it's just, it, I think it has to be a PR thing. I can't think of any other reason why you want someone to come to your website and sit there for 57 minutes. 57. I don't know that I could do it. I don't I have that kind of patience. certainly could not do it. Maybe you could get up and like watch TV, but. That's true. And maybe it's a statement on our short attention spans as a society. Fair. Maybe they're making that type of, maybe that type of <laughs> Everyone's move. Everyone's got a little extra time. Absolutely. Quarantine right now. That's another good point. What else are we doing? Yeah. We're just sitting around. Just leave an internet browser Wings open. Grills. Give us something to do this summer. So obviously 57 minutes representing their, I guess, 57 varieties is what I saw as. That makes pretty, sense. It's vague. 57 varieties <laughs> means. Um, but yeah, I thought that was very bizarre. And the, yes. the website wasn't even like entertaining. It was literally just a red screen with an hourglass on it ticking down. Really overestimating how I'd, bored people are. Right I'd now. really be curious to see what the photo, total entries ended up being on that. Yeah. Do they even get 157 to give away or do they have extra grow kits sitting around? They'll find a new new campaign next month. We'll never sure. we'll never know. We will never know. Now I understand Chelsea, normally I'm the one that brings games to this. I understand that you brought a game to challenge me to switch seats a little bit. Absolutely. We're going to challenge you, Dan. Okay. Set the rules. Okay. We're going to do some marketing trivia. Okay. Dan is a self-proclaimed trivia. I like to think so. I have, I, I have a pretty good run with bar trivia. Okay. Okay. Well, a lot of useless gonna... knowledge up in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to dive into marketing trivia. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you some questions. Great. Give me your best guess. Good deal. In what year did the U.S. ban the advertisement of cigarettes on TV and radio? Um, oh, I need a specific, I can get you a decade probably. Because um, you had the movie Thank You for Smoking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, ooh, it's either the 80s or 90s. Um, I don't recall a lot of cigarette ads growing up. Um, I'm just going to pick a random year. We'll go 87. 1970. Whoa. Overshot wow. a little bit. I really did. Yeah. That seems odd. I don't, I'm very surprised by that. That seems a lot earlier than I would have expected. I think I would agree with you there. All right. The first Instagram photo ever featured what animal? It's got to be a dog or a cat. Hey, which one? We'll go with a dog. A dog. Yeah. Good work. Internet love dogs. That one's easy. <laughs> 
All right. In 2010, Google released an algorithm update to make sure its search results are up to date with current events. What is the name of the algorithm update? Oh, my Lord. Their algorithm updates are so bizarrely named. This one follows the trend. Well, you've got names. You've got, like, things. I have no shot. At, like, Todd? I don't know. It's called the Google Caffeine Update. I, I had no shot at that one. There's no way anybody would know that. Okay. In what year was the very first tweet? What year was the very first tweet? Uh, 2010. 2006. Damn. And it came from Twitter's creator, Jack Dorsey. Wow, that would make sense. All right. What year was Facebook founded? Uh, founded, founded? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So, like, back to when it was just on Harvard's campus and it was the Facebook. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Oh, four? Yes. All right. Kill you got it. two so okay, far. Okay, so I'm at what, two for four? That's not terrible. Two I could have done four. I could have done worse. Okay, what social network is owned by Microsoft? What social network is LinkedIn? Correct. Mm, keep the tech Three questions right. coming. <laughs> all right, last question. Okay. This one's for all the marbles or cookies, is if you will. Oh, well, sure. Hey, why not? <laughs> what is or what was the first ever registered domain? The first ever registered domain. So what we're talking like in early 90s, 90. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see. Wild guess. I'd be curious if it's still like relevant now. We should look that up. Um, oh, man, I know. I have no idea. I know it started as like a government thing. Um, so... Or like I know governments use like I have no I have no clue where this is going. I'm giving up. What is it? You gotta give me a guess. Danflesh.com. Yeah, it sounds great. Danflesh.com. It was symbolics.com in 1985. Never would have gotten there at yeah, all. Yeah, me either. No. That was a tough one. You don't Absolutely. get any cookies. Mm -mm. Rats. Well, I got half of them right. <laughs> you did. You did really good for that. I'm surprised. Well, I think that wraps up the episode for this month. Uh, thank you everybody for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment wherever you're listening or watching. Uh, if you have any questions, you can shoot them over to us at podcast at redlocal.com. We love hearing from you guys, and we'll see you next month. Bye.